0: Listening to beautiful well, South hello dear listeners, welcome to an impromptu, an impromptu Achtung Milwaukee. I was sitting today, as I do some days, and it occurred to me that we're probably gonna see the debut of new signing George Evans, I'd imagine, tomorrow at home to. Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I have nothing to base this on other than the assumption that um, a new signing will, you know, make a start. Anyway, it struck me, thinking about George Evans, that the name George is a very common, old fashioned, traditional name. I like it. It's a good name, strong name. But I couldn't think of that many mill players, not that many mill players, with the first name of George. So it struck me as an ideal opportunity to do something rather whimsical and do a show on players called George. Um, This is the kind of thing that occurs to me some days, dear listeners. As you can appreciate, this show is a kind of therapy in many respects for me. So anyway, to move along, the first thing I thought of, is there a, a name, a collective noun for a collection of Georges? There probably isn't. So I'm going to call this show a plethora of George's. Now, there may be a better suggestion. Do let me know if you can think of a better suggestion for, um, you know, a collective group of George's. Um, so I went through the names on the Mill History website, the mill historyorguk history website. Um, the players on there are listed on mostly post-war players, so I'm not delving back into ancient history here, dear listeners. These are all post 1945 players. One in one on one example, he predates the, the Second World War, but there is only one in this list. So I thought we'd try and move through them at um, some reasonable pace. I'm not going to make a big thing out of this, but the first George that I came across was one of our own, George Alexander, son of Gary Alexander, of course, um, and he's listed as having made one substitute appearance, and that was at the very end. Of the 2018 19 season versus Wigan under Neil Harris. Um, Since then, we've not seen him in either of the, well, the last uh, COVID affected season, and now obviously this COVID affected season. He's not been seen since. I'm not aware of him going out on loan, dear listeners. Can you correct me on that? I've done no research. So this is all very much off the top of my head. So um, I could, you know, make no claims of accuracy. Um, But. I'm not aware of him going out on loan, unlike Isaac Alofe, who we saw in the the video clips in the week. So um, I have a feeling that he's good. Am I basing that purely because he's the son of Gary? I don't know. I've not seen anything that I can think of of George Alexander. But he is the first of our collection of Georges that we have on the list. We're going to move swiftly along. And our second player is one from an older vintage George Bradley, 1946 47 season. The 1949 50, he made 74 appearances, scoring twice for the Lions. George Bradley, and mill history has him as a wing half, born in Maltby, Yorkshire, in 1917. Um, He was signed from Newcastle in uh, June 1946 and left the game in the 1949 50 season, retired from football, whether that's injury, whether that's. uh, you know something else i don't know um his main impact was in the 46 47 season he made 36 appearances scoring twice the two goals that he scored in his middle career were scored in that season that first full post-war season of football 21 appearances the season after and then 12 in 48 49 and then just five in his final nineteen forty-nine, fifty 50 season in the division three south um but he's number two in our list we're doing this alphabetically Dear listeners, so we have George Alexander, we have George Bradley, AB. Next on the list, another player I haven't heard of before, and an obscurity a good good quiz question, I reckon. Um, George Cool, that's spelled C O U double L, and he's a Scottish player, played just six times for the Lions in the 1956 57 season, scoring one goal, incidentally. Born in Dundee, signed from a club I've never heard of. The Dundee Downfield Club. Um, born in 1935, he was an inside forward. Played six times for us, scored just one goal. George Cool. Next, a much more famous George. One, that George Fisher, part of the uh, George and Jackie Fisher, two brothers who played for the Lions in the post-war period. Uh, I think during the wartime football as well, I've seen photos of Both the Fisher brothers, Um, very distinctive, they're very um, uh, sharp features, Um, a mop of black hair, curly black hair that seems to hang over their faces, very distinctive, real Bermondsey boys, I think, just looking at them. I mean, I've never never met anyone from the Fisher family, you do get a sense these were Millwall style characters. George played for the Lions between 1946-47 and 1954-55 seasons. Making three hundred and five appearances. One of our, you know, most serving players, George Fisher. Three hundred and five appearances. Four goals he scored in that time. No substitutions, of course, back in those far-off days. But um a real character. There's a great photo of him wearing an outsize Mule shirt on the pitch at the bomb damage doing. Wonderful stuff. So George Fisher is the the fourth in our list of Georges. One of the more um Noteworthy Georges, I feel. George Fisher, 305 appearances. Next, another George. I I haven't heard of this player, but he did make a substantial number of appearances for the Lions. George Hallett. George Hallett, 1953-54 to 1957-58. 157 appearances for George Hallett, scoring 11 goals. Let's find some more details. When I edit this, I'm going to make this sound like I had all this information to hand. I'm actually blagging my way through the recording and looking up the information at the same time on the Mill History website. But by the time you get to hear it, it will sound like I'm um, so smooth, it, it hurts, dear listeners. George Hallett. Forgive me, Hazlitt. Not Hallett. Hazlitt. I've missed out the Z. Uh, 1923 to 2012, George Hazlitt, professional footballer born in Glasgow, played as an outside forward, played for such clubs as Plymouth, Argyle, Celtic, and Belfast Celtic as well Um, it was uh, in the Irish League, this would be 1948 um, a club that folded I believe in 1949 Um, it it resigned from the Irish League following an incident when players were attacked by supporters of a rival team Um, one would presume that to be part of the beginning stages perhaps of what would become called the Troubles later in, in in the 60s um, he played for Cardiff and joined Mill in nineteen fifty-three, making more than a uh, hundred uh, league appearances for Mill before moving into non-league football. So George Hazlitt, not Hallett, forgive my pronunciation, there, dear listeners. Next on the list is another well-known Mill name from the golden age of the undefeated fifty-seven-game run team through to the near-miss promotion season of the early seventies. Um, George Jacks, another another famous Mill figure 161 starts for for george seven as substitute he came in after the introduction of the substitution rule um in 1965 i believe Um, he's a stepney boy george born in 1946 signed from qpr on a free transfer in 1965 before moving on to gillingham after that fateful 1971-72 season um a mainstay through the the late 60s um 65-66, 65-66, we were third division runners-up that season. Um, and then pretty much consistently, 67-68, 69 and 69-70, and a midfield dynamo for the Lions, part of a team that um, was building towards that near-miss promotion season. Still well-known, I believe, around the den, George Jacks. He, he predated me and my time. I started going Millwall just before the end of the george jacks era really um but still very well known and one of our next in our list of georges we've reached jay george jacks next one up another famous one that i do remember i think you if you're of a certain vintage you'll remember too chicken george lawrence signed in 1970 signed for the 1987-88 season of course part of a a rush of signings before the the what would become the promotion season we didn't know that at the time we just thought it was all building for a promotion push, which is of course is what it was by red reg Burr um, a huge figure in in lion's history of course, and the architect of the move to uh, zampa road, a controversial figure in some ways uh, reg Burr but girl, she did produce the most exciting two years of my middle life and George Lawrence was part and parcel of that. Um, he came to us from Southampton for money. Actually, I've forgotten that we paid hundred and sixty thousand pounds for, for George. Given that this was, you know, this was an era where we weren't we're still not really lashing out big though, are we on on players? And George was um, an exciting winger, come striker. Um, born in London, nineteen sixty-two. So I'm, I'm two years old uh, older than him. Um, he would join us from Southampton. An odd career in some ways. He never really took hold at the Den. Um, 33 starts and three as substitute. That's not much for two seasons return of of a landmark player. Five goals in that time. So that's not to knock. He was a favorite figure at at George. I think he was one of these wingers that produced spontaneous things. Very much um, featured in the the promotion season. 21 times in the division two promotion season. That's surprising. I'm just breaking down that 33 and then just 12 in the first division as a substitute in promotion, and once in as a substitute in the first division year, five goals came in promotion, scene, so those were valuable. You know, it was a valuable contribution to to the Lions promotion push. Um, the nickname Chicken George, um, reminiscent of course of the Roots program <laughs> that um, was was huge in in, in the 1980s, and um, George Lawrence still still I think a favourite figure at the then, in my opinion, in my opinion, my humble opinion. So there we are. That's we've reached L in our list of Georges, our, our, our collection Georges. Next up will be George Savile. George Savile. So George is a has a curious career with the Lions. Really, um, some might argue that he's um he he matured as he went along, like like a fine wine, perhaps. I don't know. He joined us for, on loan from Chelsea initially. So he got three spells. First one on loan from Chelsea in 2013 made just two appearances in the 2012-2013 season. I cannot remember him playing. I mean, he obviously did, once as a substitute, no goals for George that season. He came back again, and I vaguely remember him being back in 2015-16. He played 15 times for us. Um, I don't remember him being a particularly noteworthy player. At that point, he was on loan from Wolves, Wolves player by that second spell stage in 2015. And then, of course, famously, the um, the piece to the resistance in the 2017-18 season, the near, another near-miss promotion run towards the playoffs, 45 appearances. This is the one that he's most remembered for, and the one that probably earned the value that would allow us to sell him at some profit in the end. Um, 10 goals in the 2017-18 season, and he made just a paltry four appearances in 2018-19 before being sold on to... Middlesbrough for a club record sale of eight million, reputedly eight million, August 9, 2018. Um, George Saville, um, a player that we probably still haven't really replaced. Let's hope that the current rebuilding project that Gary Rao is engaged in will replace him, because um, I think that was part of the reason why Jason Malumbi was so uh, made so, so much impact. he was, he was reminiscent of Savile at his very, very best. So we are being strictly alphabetical. So I think probably he's the greatest George of, of the group here um, in terms of value, George Saville. But we're going to lurch back now to a George I haven't heard of, and I will be totally honest, George Stobart. Um, 1952 to 53, season to 1953, 54. But I should have heard of him, and I think maybe you should have heard of him too, listeners. Why? Because he made 77 appearances for the Lions in those that, that, that two-season uh, two period. And scored 32 goals. That's not to be sniffed at, is it? 32-goal um, striker. Um, I've not come across that name before, George Stubbart. Um, he's an inside forward, born in a place called Pegswood. I don't know where that is. 1921. He signed with us for the Lions from Luton Town in August 1952, before departing for Brentford in may 1954 i'm gonna have a quick look on his wikipedia page because he's not a name that i've come across before and doing this as i think i said before in other shows you do get to know a few names over over time um so george Stubbart, um born in uh, more they have him as morpeth in northumberland on the hotbeds of of english football george Stubbart, born in 1921 passed away in 1995 according to wiki he was an english footballer who played for Amongst others, Middlesbrough, Newcastle, Luton, Millwall and Brentford. Um, as of October 2015, he was Brentford's quickest ever goal scorer, having netted after just 10 seconds in a third division South match against Aldershot in 1954. Um, War service, um, played for some, some major clubs there. So um, he worked as a minor after after football, worked, worked as a minor. How about that? Different era and later ran a pub in Brentford. He came back to Brentford after a football career because there was no big money in it back in those times. So fair play. George Stobart. I think that's one that I've really enjoyed finding out. might do a little bit more research about George. Um, 32 goals for the Lions, so quite a, a noteworthy figure in Mill history. Next up, um, another George I haven't heard of at all. George Veach, 1952-53. To so 1957-58, so he was here for some five, six years or so. 104 appearances for George. No goals. Let's find out a little bit more about George. He was a wing half. That would be like a right-sided or left-sided midfielder. I suppose you'd, you'd have him on either side of the central midfield. Um, a player born in Sunderland, 1931. He was signed for the Lions from Hull City in June 1952 before departing for Dartford. When he left us in nine, the 1957-58 season, 104 appearances. Most of those came in the 55-56 season, 14 times. And then 46 appearances in the third division South, 1956-57. And 41 in the 57-58 season. So quite a substantial number of appearances. Towards the end, it's quite lopsided. Made very few at the start of his middle career. And then most of them coming towards the end and then he left us. So I know injury back in those times was a, you know, there was little, if any, in the way of um, player care and attention. So sometimes an injury could be a career ender. And um, it's gone from us after being a substantial figure in two seasons, 40 game appearances in both seasons onto Darfur. So you wonder whether that would be something to do with it. Um, And finally, we have George Williams, and this was the chap who I mentioned at the start of the show, who does predate the the pre-war thing. Um, like many players of that vintage, the Second World War rather got in the way of their, um, their their playing career. Has it got in the way of everything? Um, George Williams signed for the Lions in 1938 to 39. Um, f- served through the war years. To 1946 47, making just 26 appearances over that what's that, eight year period. Um, that's incredible, isn't it? Um, let me just find his details. He was from a place, an unpronounceable place. I'm not even going to try and say it in, in this in this do y n y s double du in, in this do in Wales in 1914. He signed from Aldershot in 1938 and left us in 46 47. Uh, for South Shields, um, 11 appearances in 1938-39 season, the last one before war would break out. And then 15 appearances in the first post-war season, 1946-47. George Williams. Um, that gives you, it's quite a perspective, isn't it? You know, the, the best years of your life, obviously taken up with service in in the military. So there we are. We'll run through one last. I'm out a collection of list of Georges, Mark the impending debut, we hope, of George Evans, George Alexander, George Bradley, George Cool, George Fisher, George Hazlitt, George Jax, George Lawrence, George Saville, George Stubbart, George Vetch, and finally George Williams. I hope you enjoyed this little um, diversion on a Friday night for your dear listeners. Thank you for listening to the show do give any support you can to our Lions Food Hub at Lions Food Hub um, any any donations physically, food, toiletries household goods, anything of that kind or if you can spare just a few quid it would be most welcome, visit Lions Food Hub for details on how to make a, a donation, really appreciate your help and support on that dear listeners, but there we are um, we'll be back on Sunday, we have a show lined up with Ryan to review the the home game versus Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow, but until then it's Nick Hart signing out. Thank you for listening to this collection of Georges, and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Afternoon News. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. to revolution, News. Till next time.